0: Well, hello, everyone. I'm Dwight Henry, your host. Welcome to the chat. So glad that you could join us today. Uh, and I'm really excited uh, about my guest today. I've tried to get this lady in the studio for several weeks, right, Dee? About, yeah, <laughs> about three weeks. And I have really, really look forward to uh, having this chat with her. Lady I've known a long time, D guest is with me. Dee, good, a- good, days. good day, ma'am. Good day. Good day to you. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. Thank you. we just, Thanks we for kept, having me. We kept on trying till we got it right. Right? <laughs> yes. When did you know? I was trying to think as we got ready to to do this show. When did we meet? You're It was church related. It's been. But a, I was trying to think. Well, I don't remember not knowing you since I've been in this town. It's been a
1: very long time. Was in the eighties. I think I remember my parents talking about you. Oh yeah, tell her about who before I are. even they met you. Yeah. My parents are James and Victoria
0: Gist. They're Everybody in all knows good. him.
1: Yeah, he's a lot of people know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> especially my
1: father. A lot of people yeah. know him. Yeah,
0: great people. I yes. mean, just really great people. Well, it, it, I'm glad we've known each other all these years, and it <laughs> sure is good to get to talk to you today to talk about uh, the Lord's work in your life and your ministry. But let's, since you mentioned that already, uh, your mom and dad, uh, you were blessed like me. Uh, to to have that kind of influence in your life at an early age. Yes. Uh talk about how important that was and and uh, and what that uh, the influence of of godly Christian parents uh, coaching you and directing you uh, how important is that? Well, for me, I
1: consider us being very blessed to have, you know, parents that raised us in the church, raised us to love the Lord, um because a lot of people, you know, they don't get that. So um, we were raised in a very strict home, but they had us going to church quite a bit. Every every time the church doors open, we were (laughs) we were the pews babies. (laughs) You know, we were there. And uh, even with my mother, she had me singing in the choir uh, three years old. So it's you know, that's been a part of my life. All my life. So the you singing and Yeah. Stuff. So
0: yeah. you you're like me. You started going to church nine months before you were born. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I wanna I wanna advance it a little bit more but because your your primary ministry, and I know God uses you in, in more than one area, but you you have a gifted ministry music. You you have a Thank good, you. strong, anointed voice. And have been blessed a number of congreg- congregations in this area with it. And by the way, I should say this now: you attend or are involved in the church called the Bend B E N D, which is a which is a growing, dynamic church here in the Cookville community, exactly. doing great things. Yes. But I want to come back to something you just said. And I was going to ask you that question anyway. Mm-hmm. You were three years old when mm-hmm. you first sang in church. Yes. And do you remember that pretty distinctly? What do you remember? I that, remember about it that?
1: three years old because, of course, we were raised in the Church of God in Christ. Right. So it's you know a lot different, and you know we did a lot of the praises and all that. That's a lot of the black churches do. But at three years old, I remember experiencing and recognizing. The anointing, the presence of God, yeah and uh, and that's about the time that she had me singing in the choir um coming up through there, and I just got that love of music and worship during that time. And as time went on and we kept singing in the choir, of course, it had its ups and downs, you know, being young. I distinctly remember one time singing, and I actually belched
0: (laughs) right in the middle of a verse. It was an anointed belch, though. I mean, it was a a spirit-filled belch, She just
1: kind of cut her eyes at me, and I kept going, you know. Were
0: you you a youngster when that happened, like under six or whatever? I was
1: very young and and singing a beautiful song called Be Grateful, and I just remember that to this day, you know. And so I just—
0: all of a sudden, be grateful, yeah, burp. That's it.
1: <laughs> I love God that. has not promised me burp. <laughs> Sunshine, you know. Oh, wow. So, yeah. But, yeah, just the influence in their lives as Christian parents and, and raising us has just had a tremendous impact. Yeah. In my life.
0: Weren't we fortunate and blessed? Yes. My dad, of course, my dad and mom both went to church. Uh, Mama, a country church. Uh, mm-hmm. Daddy led the singing. Mama played piano. It was that sort of thing. Right. My dad became disabled, but my mother kept us in church, taught us to work, kept us in church. And so you and I were blessed to have those yes, kind of similar backgrounds. Your parents uh, uh, recently their anniversary. They have a real. They how long they been married? Roughly haven't really been a, a long, long time. I oh, saw gosh. that on Facebook.
1: Sixty. Uh, yeah, you would six, ask me that. 60 Sixty-eight something year, years. Yeah. I think something like that. It's time. been a Very Just
0: long time. Just great people, James. Is Victoria. and
1: uh my father's still going strong you know he's like 88 and he's still going strong he does his garden every year and sells the vegetables and he does honeybees and still tries to climb around on things he shouldn't be climbing <laughs> on
0: <laughs> he's still going good wow so. wow so there you were 3 years old Now, were you were you doing uh, were you doing solo things or, or then or just choir yes they
1: had like what they called the sunshine band for the little kids yeah. you know and uh, so, yeah, it's just from that and just growing up and singing the solos and going to the, my mother did a lot of things with the youth. So yeah. it's like youth congresses, they call them or conferences right. that we would go to. And I remember one experience that me and my sister had that we went to this, I think it's probably about five or 600 people or more in there. And my mother actually had us up trying to sing
0: in front of five or six hundred yes, people. Yes, that's that song. Um, and you're how old then, roughly? I
1: think probably around six.
0: Six years old.
1: Five or six, something like that. Wow. So that song, "Jesus is Coming Soon," troublesome Jesus times. Jesus is
0: here. coming yeah. <laughs> soon, morning or so not that one.
1: I was starting to sing that, and I was probably even younger. I'm thinking maybe five, but I started crying. And so then my sister was like trying to pet me, like don't cry. But then she started crying, so oh, no. we were both just up there crying. And you know, of course, everybody thought it was cute. So
0: yeah, so now were you crying because it was a spiritual thing, or you were scared, or both? Scared,
1: didn't want to be up there. Is that you know, right? I think she was trying to bribe me with a doll to get up there. And stuff, so,
0: so you, so you're in front of five or six hundred people. You're six years old, mm-hmm. and uh, and and you're and you're wow. So you had a lot of exposure early in life. Oh, yes. Yeah. definitely. And you you uh, uh, you you mentioned also that even at 3 years old mm-hmm. at 3 years old you knew something was going on spiritually yes. while you were ministering that way. Talk about that a little bit. How, was that something you just sensed in your heart?
1: Yes, it's something I sensed because you know you have to realize too, the churches, you know that we were raised in, we didn't have children's church and all that. We had to be right in there yeah. with the adults. Yeah. And so we got to experience all of it. You know, we had to learn to sit there. Yeah. And so in that quiet time, you know, you just start recognizing something's really yeah, you
0: going knew, on. Yeah, you were in there with you the know. big folks. Yeah. Yes.
1: So it wasn't like just the hooping and hollering. You know, they did those songs of what they called worship, you know, yeah. at that time. So, yeah. Yeah, and you just start sensing that presence, you know, the difference in it.
0: Well, I want to walk further into that as we continue our conversation today. I'm so glad to have my friend Dee Gist with me and uh, so happy that you're listening. Back with more with the chat in just a moment. We're back on the chat. Happy to have you with us, D. Guest is my guest today. D. Um, we were talking about uh, you and I both being raised in church. Our parents took us early and often mm-hmm. uh, when the door was open. Uh, we were there, yes. and oftentimes they probably opened the door. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and you got you started using one of the gifts that God gave you at a very early age, age three, and then singing with your sister in front of five or six hundred people when you're six years old. Yes. That would that would have scared me too. mm mm-hmm. uh, And but just so this is something. Tell me about your, uh, I want to walk more into the gift and how, how God has used it through the years, but what do you remember about, about your coming to Christ, becoming a Christian? We uh, we had that event sometime in our lives. Mm-hmm. We're not born Christians, even right. though, I mean, God doesn't have grandchildren. I, we had parents that were Christians, but mm-hmm. at some point in time, Christ came into our heart. How did that happen in your life?
1: I gave my life to God and accepted Jesus at the age of six or seven, I believe it was. Yeah. I remember getting my first Bible at seven, and um, just from the services that we had, and they would bring people in, um, showing like movies about hell and all yeah. this stuff. So at that time, I just decided I did not want to go there. You know, going so, to heaven
0: is not a good idea. No. Yeah,
1: it, it's more being scared at the time. You yeah. know, so yeah. it's like I don't want to go to hell, so mm-hmm. let me do this. But yeah, it was at a uh, very young age that I accept it.
0: Yeah, six or seven. I know I was mm-hmm. thirteen, but but you know, when you get exposed to the gospel literally since you're two or three years old, right. it's not an unusual thing to accept Christ at exactly. six or seven because you've got three or four years of mm-hmm. of, of that accumulating exactly. in you. I remember I remember D when I was I was I didn't receive Christ when I was thirteen, but I was sitting in my third grade class in Mrs. Rydner's class in a third grade in Sweetwater Elementary School and I just sitting there and she wasn't she, I don't know what she was teaching, but all of a sudden I realized I was lost. Mm-hmm. I realized if Jesus came back or if I died, you know, I wasn't going to be with him. Yeah. And I just that came to my thinking as an eight year old boy, because I'd been exposed to, to the church and the gospel and, right. and the teaching of Jesus literally my whole life. So at six or seven. So you just you just kept saying, I mean, so you you have you did, now I came to a point in my in, early in college life where I thought for a couple of years, well, that's for mom and dad. Uh, you know that I'm going to live my life the way I want to do it, and I did. And there were a few years there where, if anybody had accused me of being a Christian, there would there would not have been enough evidence to convict me, mm-hmm. you know. But then I was not too long before I got back on the path. Did you ever have one of those in your life, or did uh, were you you kind of kind of walked away from it a bit? I don't know. When I, I know. got
1: when I got older, I had um, moved to Indiana, and I stayed there for a few years with my older sister, uh-huh. and then whenever I came back. You know, after moving there and we got involved in a church that had more young people and they were serving God. And, you know, you got more into that praise and worship. And actually, that is when I first started stepping out in ministry because I sang in a group there. And we at that time had the cassette. So, you know, we we made the cassettes and sold them and, you know, went around and sung and all that. This was in Indiana? In Indiana. Yeah. So whenever I... Came back, I, I didn't really want to come back. They brought me back to play the organ for, you know. So <laughs> back, back,
0: meaning back to Tennessee? Back to Tennessee. So you it's, play the organ? I used to. Oh, that's yes. true. Sure I didn't know that. Play
1: that in Hammond B3 years oh, yeah. ago. But when I came back, because I didn't want to come back, kind of got in rebellion and back, just basically backslid. Yeah. So I think it was about, I probably stayed away from the church for about, gosh, maybe seven or eight years. Yeah. Because You know, I was looking for something deeper at that time because I'd had deeper, you know. So you go from the little country church and yes, they praise God. Yes, they gave us the word, you know, on how they were taught. But then once I got older and whenever I moved away and got even more, you know, into that, when I came back, I was searching for something more and I couldn't find it. So it was just after, you know, just being out there in the world for a while and basically not trying to go too deep into that, but except for the grace of God, I would have been in jail or dead. Yeah. I'll just put it that way because I just got off into a a lot of things. But um, whenever I would pour my heart out to God, even in that stage, you know, because I You know how God can just pull on you. He wants you back. You know, so he just. And so, and one night I was watching on TV, I think it was called Rock Church.
0: Yeah, they were. Jim
1: Mendez or something like that. Yeah, there was the Rock
0: Church. I remember that. One of the early churches Mm that used actually praise and worship music that I remember, yeah.
1: And when I saw them and I saw all the diversity of people, in the church and the way that they all came together and they worship and they praise, you know, and I told God, Lord, I just, you know, if we had something like that, if I could find something like that, I'd go back to church. Yeah. And at that time, he spoke to me a name that I'd never heard of, and that was Kenny Vaughn. Kenny Vaughn. Pastor Kenny Vaughn. You heard
0: that name in your heart. Mm-hmm. Not and, audibly, not with your name. No, physical in my ears, heart. In heart you, mm-hmm. And you heard that name and you you wasn't, you wasn't were not familiar with it. And I know who. Not Kenny at Holman all. By. Yeah. And you heard that, right. you heard that name. Okay. And I
1: started asking my parents. I was like, y'all know somebody named Kenny Vaughn, you know, and all this. So that's when they told me that he was a pastor and told me where. And when I went to his church, it's just like, of course, I'm, you know, in the presence of God. So it's just crying and, OK, this is it. You know, wow. this is where I'm supposed to be. And that's where he led me to. And I was there for like 18
0: years. Now, for those who may not know, Pastor Kenny Vaughn founded what was then called Cookbull Christian Fellowship. Mm-hmm. It's downtown. It's downtown, still downtown. Yes. It's called Engrafted, Engrafted Word, I believe mm-hmm. now. And he went to Rainbow Bible Bible College. Right. And you just literally heard that name. Mm-hmm. Now I've had I've heard things in my spirit before, so and folks listening would know what we're talking about. It's it's just that still small voice. Right. And then when you said, Who is this? Then you ended up in his church and mm-hmm. really and, and so but isn't isn't it the the guest is my guest today, by the way. You know, even that period of time for me it was two or three years, for you it might be a little longer than that. When we said to God, "Hey, I want to, I want to come back to the Father," mm-hmm. I want He wasn't mad at us. Right. I mean, I may have done some things that cost me money, or relationships or time, or health, but but I didn't lose my relationship with God. Right. But when I when we come, came back, He was there waiting on mm-hmm. us, not angry, not kicking us out of His family. Still, we can and and willing to use you. Isn't that great exactly. about God?
1: Mm-hmm. And He knew my heart's desire. Yeah, of what I needed, you know, at that time. Yeah. And so when I got there, I just got plugged in and started singing and stepping out in ministry even more there of what I was called to do. So, you know, so I got to preach a couple of times. A lot of people don't like to hear that. You know, <laughs> I remember one time I was up just exhorting the people yeah. as I was getting courage Yeah, and singing, and somebody walked in. They thought I was preaching, so they walked out. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to listen to a woman preacher, you know. But it's just that anointing yeah. that was there. And because he was under that Rama anointing, yeah. you know, he just really had that a lot of that just a strong anointing on his life that was passed on to us. Yeah, I,
0: I love Pastor Vaughn. He's mm-hmm. he, by the way, he is with the Lord now. Yes. Went to be the Lord a number of years ago. Hey, we're glad you're with us today on the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. My guest is my good friend, Dee Gist, and I'm enjoying my conversation with her. We'll be back with more of it in just one moment. Hey, we're back on the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. D guest is my guest today. Uh, used mildly by the Lord for her uh, with her voice and music and worship and has blessed a number of congregations in the area with it, a church leader in that regard. You know, music uh, the it is so important and so meaningful in the total worship experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, 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 the older I get, the the more that I realize that. Talk about that a little bit about worship, about praise, about music, about your view of it, about how it all fits in to that worship experience with God and and for God.
1: Okay, um, to me, you know, the one thing that I stand on is worship God in spirit and in truth. Yeah. You know, we came up a lot. Like I said, within the uh, black congregations, it might have been a lot of praise going on, and not so much worship. Because you know, we like that good upbeat music, yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. and all that. But the thing is, you can worship God in your praise. You know, it's it's not about a slow song, and that's why a lot of people think worship is oh, it's time to do a slow song and less worship. But worship, to me, is just that total abandonment to God, just being transparent, you know, before God, <clears throat> excuse me, and just loving on him for who he is, you know, not for what he's done. You know, he's done Ooh, a lot. For he's done, he a, right. he's, done. he's, a he's done a whole lot for me, but that's not why I worship him. You know, I worship him for who he is because he's a loving father. He's a good God, you know. In spite of whatever we face in life, you know, a lot of people want to turn their back and blame God when bad things happen and all that. But in spite of what's going on in your life, keep worshiping the father because he loves us and we love him. So to me, it's just that getting before God, being transparent before him, surrendering by the lifting of hands to God and just saying, You know, because God already knows. Yeah. You know, He already knows things we're dealing with. He knows what we're thinking, you know, and all that. So it's like an attitude of the heart. Wow. And then, you know, just worship Him and living that lifestyle of holiness, you know. So it's it's not like, oh, okay, well, here's a slow song we can worship. You know, a lot of people want to wait until that time or they feel they have to get into a certain posture and, You know, fold the hands, bow your head, you know, and all that. But you can worship
0: God anywhere. You know, I love what you said the earlier, and I, help me—I don't want to put words in your mouth. Praise is about praising God for what He's done, mm-hmm. and He has done. Being thankful for you, mm-hmm. for me, for humanity. Worship is about who he is, he is. Yes, even which is which is a kind of a another whole experience in what He's done, mm-hmm. and well, that and that and 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 the. And music really helps bring that about in the church. Talk about that.
1: It helps to set that atmosphere, you know, for when, because I love a corporate time of worship. You know, I've been in a big services, conventions or whatever, where people will get to worshiping all together. And it's just like a piece of heaven, you know, because everybody's in one accord and, you know, just coming together and. Just genuinely worshiping God, they're not trying to be cute. They're not, you know, up there trying to do the latest trends and all that. It's just opening up their hearts to God and
0: to worship Him. And there's something about the Shekinah glory of God, mm-hmm. which manifests. And I, 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 some people listening may not be in a congregation where they, you know, think, well, don't get, don't get too woo on me here. Right. But, there, but when that worship happens. The presence of God in a place. And it, and you can be by yourself and that mm-hmm. happens. Exactly. Corporately, it's powerful, too. But, but the presence of God, who's with us all the time. Exactly. We're never without him. He's exactly. with us all the time. But that powerful presence and peace and strength and all that God is just, just seems to manifest itself in a it special does. way.
1: It does. And I can tell you a quick experience that I had. At one time in my life where I was going through, you know, as we all do, we go through those things in life and just an emotional wreck. But I never stopped praising. I never stopped worshiping. So I was in the bedroom when I, and I was just crying out to God and just, you know, on the floor, transparent yeah. before God and and all this. And sometimes we get into that moment. We want to question God, where are you? You know, I'm dealing with this. But it's just like when I opened up to him. And just started worshiping and loving on him for who he is. Wow! I kid you not, I felt literally a pair of arms come around me and just held me. Mm. And it was so real. I opened up my eyes to see who it came had came into the you, room. Yeah. You know, so it's like. And then, of course, you know, when you see it's no one, it's just God in his presence. And he was telling me, I love you. Wow! I care for you. So you're talking about falling out in a puddle of tears. Wow. Yes. And a lot of people, you know, they think, you know, people may be a little woo woo or whatever, yeah. but God is real, yeah. you know, and his presence is real. And that's what keeps me going is being able to worship God. When I get to a spot, if I feel like I can't worship and praise and do what God's put in me to do, I feel like I'm just drying up inside.
0: That is so you know. so special, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you did feel as if arms were around you. Yeah, and in the spiritual sense, they were. Mm-hmm. They really were. Wow. Yeah. Then we just got a couple of minutes left. Tell us about the Ben Church, where you are now, and and and, and uh, your involvement there as far as music and worship is concerned. I'm still involved. The Ben the <laughs> yes.
1: Church with Pastor Shane Warren and his wife Pam. I'm still involved in the music, on the music team there. I sing specials every now and then there, and as well as still go out and sing specials every now and then. But they are just great people there. You know, he, he's a teacher of the word, excellent teacher of the word, and he's just very laid back, you know, down to yeah. earth and all that. Because a lot of times, you know, when you go through things and people have different church hurts or whatever going on, then you tend to hold back, yeah. you know, when you get, Around a person, and I know wherever I go, I always watch a while and pray, you know. Yeah. But uh with him, he's the real deal.
0: Yeah. He's the real deal. And I really enjoy it. There's a great bunch of people. Now you gather at the church on North Dixie Avenue, right? Yes. That's where the U.S. Team 1810 North Dixie. Yeah, and, and Sunday morning and Wednesday at night, mm-hmm. I guess also. Yes. And so Wednesday at six thirty, uh, Sunday
1: morning
0: at ten thirty. Okay, we're so blessed to have so many good churches mm-hmm. in uh in our community and certainly the bend is one of them. And uh but I'll tell you it, you you I I know I've sat more than once several times in church services where you've ministered in song and music and worship mm-hmm. and I will just tell you something you know already you were just uh, just so gifted and anointed to do that and, uh, and just uh, and I know you've been a blessing to our audience uh, and just, uh, just I just encourage you to keep on doing what you're doing girl
1: I will it's all about God he's it, not done with me yet yeah, you know absolutely. I just give him all the glory
0: yeah well, Dee, thank you for coming by. No, i you I've having. To You and I have been trying to put this together for a few <laughs> weeks now, and I'm sure glad it, it finally happened. Dee Gist has been my guest today. She is a powerful, has a powerful voice, a powerful anointing for singing. Her church is The Bend. She, she attends is The Bend Church, North Ixie Avenue in Cookville, Tennessee, one of the fine churches in our community. Dee, thank you again. Appreciate it so much. You're welcome. We're glad to have had you with us. Join us next time for The Chat.